friends, and welcome to the One Year Chronological Bible Podcast. My name is Emily Mowry, and I will be your host for this daily reading of the Bible with the hopes of finishing in a single year. Whether this is your first time reading the Bible or you have made it daily practice of it for many years, I pray that this podcast will strengthen your walk with Christ and be a blessing to you and those around you. What makes this podcast unique is that we read scripture in chronological order as opposed to the traditional Genesis to Revelation book by book reading. I've been making this my daily practice since the year 2007 and I cannot tell you how much it has blessed my walk with Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul says in his epistle to Timothy that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Likewise, the psalmist says, the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We will be reading from the New Living Translation version of the One Year Chronological Bible. Today is January 3rd and our reading comes from Genesis 7-1 through 10-32 and 1 Chronicles 1-5 through 23. I pray this reading is a blessing to you, and without further ado, let's get started. The flood covers the earth. Genesis 7, 1 through 24. Finally, the day came when the Lord said to Noah, Go into the boat with all your family, for among all the peoples of the earth, I consider you alone to be righteous. Take along seven pairs of each animal that I have approved for eating and for sacrifice, and take one pair of each of the others. Then select seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that every kind of living creature will survive the flood. One week from today, I will begin 40 days and 40 nights of rain, and I will wipe from the earth all the living things I have created. So Noah did exactly as the Lord had commanded him. He was 600 years old when the flood came, and he went aboard the boat to escape, he and his wife and his sons and their wives. With them were all the various kinds of animals, those approved for eating and sacrifice and those that were not, along with all the birds and other small animals. They came into the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. One week later, the flood came and covered the earth. When Noah was 600 years old, on the 17th day of the second month, the underground waters burst forth on the earth, and rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. The rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights, But Noah had gone into the boat that very day with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. With them in the boat were pairs of every kind of breathing animal, domestic and wild, large and small, along with birds and flying insects of every kind. Two by two they came into the boat, male and female, just as God had commanded. Then the Lord shut them in. For forty days the floods prevailed, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on the earth, standing more than 22 feet above the highest peaks. All the living things on earth died, birds, domestic animals, wild animals, all kinds of small animals, and all the people. Everything died that breathed and lived on dry land. Every living thing on the earth was wiped out, people, animals, both large and small, and birds. They were all destroyed, and only Noah was left alive, along with those who were with him in the boat, and the water covered the earth for a hundred and fifty days. The flood recedes, Genesis 8, 1 through 22. But God remembered Noah and all the animals in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the waters, and the floods began to disappear. The underground water sources ceased their gushing, and the torrential rains stopped. So the flood gradually began to recede. After 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, 
the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks began to appear. After another 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the boat and released a raven that flew back and forth until the earth was dry. Then he sent out a dove to see if it could find dry ground, but the dove found no place to land because the water was still too high. So it returned to the boat, and Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back inside. Seven days later, Noah released the dove again. This time, toward evening, the bird returned with him with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Noah now knew that the water was almost gone. A week later, he released the dove again, and this time it did not come back. Finally, when Noah was 601 years old, ten and a half months after the flood began, Noah lifted the cover to look. The water was drying up. Two more months went by, and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, Leave the boat, all of you. Release all the animals and birds so they can breed and reproduce in great numbers. So Noah and his wife and his sons and their wives left the boat, and all the various kinds of animals and birds came out pair by pair. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and sacrificed on it the animals and the birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the sacrifice and said to himself, I will never again curse the earth, destroying all living things, even though people's thoughts and actions are bent toward evil from childhood. As long as the earth remains, there will be springtime, harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night. God's Covenant with Noah, Genesis 9, 1 through 17. God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, Multiply and fill the earth. All the wild animals, large and small, and all the birds and fish will be afraid of you. I have placed them in your power. I have given them to you for food, just as I have given you grain and vegetables. But you must never eat animals that still have their lifeblood in them, and murder is forbidden. Animals that kill people must die, and any person who murders must be killed. Yes, you must execute anyone who murders another person. For to kill a person is to kill a living being made in God's image. Now you must have many children and repopulate the earth. Yes, multiply and fill the earth. Then God told Noah and his sons, I am making a covenant with you and your descendants and with the animals you brought with you, all these birds and livestock and wild animals. I solemnly promise never to send another flood to kill all living creatures and destroy the earth. And God said, I am giving you as a sign of evidence of my eternal covenant with you and all the living creatures. I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is a sign of my permanent promise to you and to all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will be seen in the clouds, and I will remember my covenant with you and with everything that lives. Never again will there be a flood that will destroy all life. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. Then God said to Noah, Yes, this is a sign of my covenant with all the creatures of the earth. Noah's Sons, Genesis 9:18 through 10:1. Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the three sons of Noah, survived the flood with their father. Ham is the ancestor of the Canaanites. From these three sons of Noah came all the peoples now scattered across the earth. After the flood, Noah became a farmer and planted a vineyard. One day he became drunk on some of the wine he had made and lay naked in his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Shem and Japheth took a robe held it over their shoulders, walked backward into the tent, and covered their father's naked body. As they did this, they looked the other way so they wouldn't see him naked. When Noah woke up from his drunken stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed the descendants of Canaan, the son of Ham. 
a curse on the Canaanites. May they be the lowest servants to the descendants of Shem and Jepheth. Then Noah said, May Shem be blessed by the Lord my God, and may Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge the territory of Jepheth, and may he share in the prosperity of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. Noah lived another 350 years after the flood. He was 950 years old when he died. This is the history of the families of Shem, Ham, and Jepheth, the three sons of Noah. Many children were born to them after the flood. Descendants of Japheth, Genesis 10, 2-5 The descendants of Japheth were Gomar, Magab, Medai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras. The descendants of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Riphthoth, and Togarmah. The descendants of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Rodanim. Their descendants became the seafaring peoples in various lands, each tribe with its own language. 1 Chronicles 1, 5-7 The descendants of Japheth were Gomar, Magag, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras. The descendants of Gomar were Ashkenaz, Riphthah, and Togarmah. The descendants of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Rodanim. The descendants of Ham, Genesis 10, 6-20. The descendants of Ham were Cush, Mizram, Put, and Canaan. The descendants of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Rama, and Sabtika. The descendants of Rama were Sheba and Dedan. One of Cush's descendants was Nimrod, who became a heroic warrior. He was a mighty hunter in the Lord's sight. His name became proverbial, and people would speak of someone as being like Nimrod, a mighty hunter in the Lord's sight. He built the foundation for his empire in the land of Babylonia, with the cities of Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Kalneh. From there he extended his reign to Assyria, where he built Nineveh, Riboethir, Kala, and Rezin, the main city of the empire located between Nineveh and Kala. Mizram was the ancestor of the Ludites, Anamites, Lehabites, Naphtuhites, Pathrushites, Kalushites, and the Kaphtarites from whom the Philistines came. Canaan's oldest son was Sidon, the ancestor of the Sidonians. Canaan was the, also the ancestor of the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Girgashites, Hivites, Archites, Sinites, Arvadites, Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Eventually, all the territory of Canaan spread from Sidon to Gerar near Gaza and to Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zeboam near Lasha. These were the descendants of Ham, identified according to their tribes, languages, territories, and nations. First Chronicles 1, 8 through 16. The descendants of Ham were Cush, Mizram, Put, and Canaan. The descendants of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Rama, and Sabtika. The descendants of Rama were Sheba, Dedan. Cush was also the ancestor of Nimrod, who was known across the earth as a heroic warrior. Mizram was the ancestor of the Ludites, Anamites, Lehabites, Naphtubites, Pathrusites, Calhusites, and the Kaphtarites, from whom the Philistines came. Canaan's oldest son was Sidon, the ancestor of the Sidonians. Canaan was also the ancestor of the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Girgashites, Hivites, Archites, Sinites, Arvadites, Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Descendants of Shem, Genesis 10, 21-30 Sons were also born to Shem, the older brother of Japheth. Shem was the ancestor of all the descendants of Eber. The descendants of Shem were Elam, Asher, Arphaxad, Lud, and Aram. 
The descendants of Aram were Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arphaxad was the father of Shelah, and Shelah was the father of Eber. Eber had two sons. The first was named Peleg, division, for during his lifetime, the people of the world were divided into different language groups and dispersed. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan was the ancestor of Almadad, Shelef, Hazarmeleth, Jerar, Hadaram, Uzal, Dikla, Obla, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. The descendants of Joktan lived in the areas extending from Mesha toward the eastern hills of Sephar. 1 Chronicles 1, 17-23 The descendants of Shem were Elam, Asher, Arphaxad, Lud, and Aram. The descendants of Aram were Uz, Hol, Gether, and Mash. Arphaxad was the father of Shelah. Shelah was the father of Eber. Eber had two sons. The first was named Peleg, Division, for during his lifetime the people of the world were divided into different language groups and dispersed. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan was the ancestor of Almadad, Shelef, Hazarmavath, Jerar, Hadaram, Uzal, Dikla, Obal, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All of these were descendants of Joktan. Genesis 10, 31-32. These were the descendants of Shem, identified according to their tribes, languages, territories, and nations. These are the families that came from Noah's sons, listed nation by nation, according to their lines of descent. The earth was populated with the people of these nations after the flood. That's the end of today's reading. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast and tell your friends about it. As we leave today, I pray blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen and amen. God bless you, dear friends. Thank you.